Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. That sound never gets old, Christine. And now uh, you can yell what you yelled a few minutes ago before we did this. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Everyone, I I think we, I can sense uh, Gemini season is ending soon and all of the chaos is really just like, compounding within itself. Well, look um, at this shirt I like subconsciously, not so subconsciously wore. It says Gemini season <laughs> all over it. It was from a listener, actually. Um, yeah, at a live show, right? That's right. No, no, no. They mailed it to our mailboxes. And oh, I took- yes both of them i think i was like these are mine now one is for the podcast department one is for me it's fun that they're twins of themselves that's right i think they didn't realize what they were doing but um i took advantage so hello and now it is july welcome yeah i just recently i in the last time we tried to record this i screamed it's july and we were in the middle of recording something else and i was like it was it wasn't necessary it's not it's definitely mid-june don't it was not not, um appropriate and we had to start recording all over again it was fitting but it wasn't exactly correct but that's okay Anyway, welcome to our listeners episode, our seventh of the year, seven out of twelve, which is crazy. Uh, So that means we're officially halfway done with 2021. Okay, that's really wild because the drag of 2020, obviously it was just like, I don't we don't even need to go there but 2020 was such a drag (laughs) and now like we're like, okay, we're moving on and suddenly it's like, oh, we're moving on. Like so fast. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, in a a couple months, I'm going to be like in a totally different life stage and space and i'm like, I was gonna say a very different what that's a broad very different broad. blank and put every word you could think of um and so i feel like i'm kind of like terrified like rock like rocketing toward i don't know i'm already being getting, an adult officially being grown up Ooh, having yeah. a human to care for I- Again, like for like the fifth time in our friendship, I'm so glad that you're doing something before me. Why do I do so, that? Like I have so much anxiety, but I think I'm impatient. That's the problem. Is like, I am maxi relaxy, just chilling, not feeling the need to do anything. And you're like, I'm having a baby. And I was like, I, whoa, like, my friend, you I mean, do you. I, that's me though. Like when I was moved to LA and was broke, broke beyond broke, could barely pay rent and then adopted a dog. By the way, don't do that. It was a huge mistake. I mean, I love you, G, but like he knows it was the most stressful experience of my life. And yes, I do know that in a couple of months, I won't be saying that any longer. But at the time, it was the most stressful experience of my life. And um, I, I mean, I did everything. I was losing money at work because I was trying to pay for his daycare. And, you know, he got the, the 
King's treatment, don't worry. But it was like, what was I thinking? I wasn't prepared for this. So this time I am more prepared. Don't worry. I'm not going to do that to a child. But I'm just thinking like, I'm always, I'm just never, I don't take a beat. I'm just too no. impatient. <laughs> Meanwhile, my beat like ended all that time ago. Your and beat I still just have reverberates. A... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just a, a carbon copy of the last 10 beats, I think. <laughs> Which I'm, I am so happy to be just so stress free. No, I'm I gonna, love it. I'm gonna, um, you will be the person I come to when I have a lot of questions. One that's day, what a that, lot of people are telling me. And I'm like, I pro- can't promise I'll have any good answers. Uh, <laughs> that are like, your kid's What's... gonna be all dented and shit from like being the practice kid for the whole group of friends. Well, listen, I was the practice kid in uh, my mom's, you know, group and uh, in her life. So I feel like. This is what it. This is what happens. Look Passing at me. on the torch. <laughs> Passing on the torch. Uh, well, then, happy July. You now officially have three months left of not officially being a oh, mom. Oh, shudder. Yep. What's I just wa- Allison and I watched someone uh, walk across the street with a stroller like yesterday, <laughs> and both of us at the same time went. Christine's gonna do that one day. I <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> keep thinking that every time I see someone with a baby, I'm like, oh my god, Blaze, that's gonna be us. Oh my god, and he's like, yeah, that's a person with a baby. That's what it is, and I'm like, <laughs> it's shocking to my system. Nice to know he has zero, uh, uh, 100% expectations are already met for him, and like zero percent <laughs> shock at anything. He understands a stroller will be involved. I'm still kind of coming to grips with that. <laughs> well, uh, uh, to those of you with babies. Uh, I don't know. I hope you're okay. And also to those of you without babies, I hope you're also doing okay. We all, we're all living different lives, but we're still struggling. And also it's about to be cancer season. I don't know if that it helps some of oh, you. Oh, jeez. Um, it's not going to be great for me because usually the tailspin of Gemini season exactly just becomes more and more chaos. Cancer season is just struggle for me. I, I struggle with it. It's, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. But well, Good luck to all of us white knuckling it throughout cancer season. We'll so. get it. We'll get through it. Uh, we love you. Any <laughs> little crabbies out there, we love you. So <sighs> welcome to your month. Your month, finally. Uh, it's RJ's month also. He's a cancer. Okay. Uh, it makes a lot of sense with all of his swimming. Anyway. Uh, Why? We have. Oh, because he's a crab. Yeah. Like, Wouldn't that be Pisces? <laughs> okay. Just a couple water related ones. <laughs> Uh, we have six stories today for you. So thank you, Eva, for reading them. Thank you to the six people who wrote in. Uh, thank you to everyone who wrote in, but for these six who are getting featured. Yes. Uh, do you want to go first? I think I went first last time. Sure. I'm not positive, but. I'll still do it. Great. Um, this is from Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca, I don't know your pronouns. Uh-oh. So we're going with the default they, them. We made sure so Rebecca- to check. I don't think there are anywhere they say at the end of the email, also, by the way, don't use my name. I'm I just sure I just looked at the bottom. And, <laughs> so don't worry, everybody. <laughs> Sorry about so, that. So <laughs> uh, Rebecca said, or Rebecca's um, subject line is actual backrooms story. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. I already hate it. So this is a doozy. So let's crack into it. I was just listening to an episode on the backroom theory when I suddenly felt like I had experienced this in reality. <gasps> Uh oh! Suddenly, I had a Jimmy Neutron like flashback that had my brain try truly tried to suppress. Do you remember the Jimmy Neutron oh, brain? Oh, absolutely! All the all neurons. The new- <laughs> <laughs> I had been volunteering in my local hospital when I was in high school, and since I don't like hospitals, blood, being sick, you know, things that make a hospital a hospital, I was usually placed at the front desk to help out. 
I love that you even picked that as a job, wow, by the way. Wow, what a strange career choice. <laughs> <laughs> One day I walk in and my placement was being covered, so I had to go to an actual floor and do rounds slash drop-off food. Oh, no. I get up there and they ask me to go to the laundry room and uh, get fresh linens for a patient. I'd never been to the laundry room, but had an idea of where I was heading. I get to a double-doored elevator and I write it down. The elevator stops. I get off. Only... Only then I realize it let me out the wrong way. No worries. I'll just get back on. Nope. Because the door would not open for anything. I figured, okay, there has to be another elevator or stairs down this hallway. Please picture, if you will, a long corridor that has only track lighting above a few doors and then turns to the right. I mean, that's exactly what I was already picturing. Yeah, you didn't have to describe it. We're there. We're already there. And also you're locked down there because the elevator won't help you. Cool, 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 cool. I start walking down this hallway for what seems like eternity and realize I haven't even gotten to a turn yet. <gasps> I continue on and begin to hear voices and whispers from some from behind some doors, but not enough to convince me anyone real was behind the voices. I continue down the hallway and the amount of doors doubles. Uh. The lights are starting to hurt my eyes and the voices seem to increase. You're literally, you've been walking for so long, you're going insane. That's oh what I'm God. hearing. Oh my God. Trying. Also, if you did hear a voice and it was an alive person, I'd still be nervous. I'd be like, why are you down here by yourself unless you're doing something real shady? Behind like, this door that you can't apparently escape. Like, ew. Yeah. Uh, trying not to panic, I decide to just turn around and go back down the hallway. That's when I see the elevator I had exited right behind me. What? 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 Not not down a never-ending hallway filled with doors, but right there. No, 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 I no, press. No. I press the button and the door opens right away. I step on and go back upstairs and it felt like I'd been down there for about an, half an hour, but it had actually been two hours. <gasps> so now you're losing wait, wait, time. Wait, 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 wait. So that's Absolutely even more wild because if you said, oh, I felt like I was down there for a few minutes, like that would lend credence to like the elevator was pretty close behind you. But if you felt like you were down there for a half hour, it was actually two hours <sighs> and still the elevator was right behind your back. Like something is very wrong. Abs. Ooh, I hate it. Um, my supervisor had assumed I was pulled somewhere else, so they sent someone down to do the laundry. So wait, <laughs> someone else was also down there the whole time. You never even noticed. Oh, maybe. Oh, she no, got no, no. on, on the wrong, saying, wrong floor. I think they were saying like since she was supposed to be doing the laundry, or they—I don't know their pronouns. If since they were supposed to be doing the laundry, that um, they sent somebody else instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just agreed that I was pulled. Or they just agreed I was pulled elsewhere, and so I finished my rounds and left. I really don't know what happened that day, but I feel it's possible it was a mixture of the back doors and back rooms theories. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It was possibly another space that also occupied the hospital. Also, uh, it's completely possible that my anxiety turned me around. All I know is that seeing the elevator right there, right away, when I turned to go back, was the most chilling yet calming sensation. The whispers behind the doors were also incredibly surreal, as were the lights. They were almost too bright. I have also, I have always had strange occurrences around me, so I am no, I am no stranger to oddities. But this was my one brain, uh, this one my brain absolutely tried to hide from me, and this was my one brain. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Love you all. Uh, I met you both when you came to Long Island, and hey, we hey. were we were the whole family that came to your show as a family oh, bonding I night. I can't remember you. S- can't wait to see you guys uh, one day again. Rebecca. We gave you so many hugs because there were so many of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, wowza, um, yowza, wowza, I mean, yowza. That is so creepy. Obviously, 
like it just it's one of those weird glitches where you can't explain something's always off like either you didn't actually move very far but then why had it been two hours or right unless you like were the only thing i can think of is like you were so sleepy you've passed out and had a dream or like had some sort of narcolepsy or something something, yeah yeah, who knows oh Um, my god the other thing too is actually this sounds like a great way to avoid doing any laundry or any like you just get pulled away to the back rooms and you don't have to do it maybe something was doing you a favor and they're like you don't want to touch those linens like just trust us (laughs) yeah but like yeah going down there and just walking 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 just to like turn around Ugh. and like back basically back into the elevator like so it was behind you the whole time it almost like just makes reality like no. space and time feel fake which is so creepy like yeah uh, yeah like the the thing i am most certain about is that those two things are like fixed and it's like oh nope never mind and that's nope. the one thing human depend on humans depend on and then never mind yep. and that's why we drink is sponsored by squarespace Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your terms. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I don't know this for a fact, but it's my opinion that there is no easier way to build a website than Squarespace because of this drag-and-drop technology. It gets better every year, and it is just, you when you think it can't get any better and easier, it does. I've been using Squarespace <laughs> since 2017. Um, And in that time, they have just proven themselves to be the best and easiest way to make a website. So anytime I make a website for any reason, that's where I go. When you're ready to get started, you can use one of Squarespace's professional website templates with designs for every category, and then you can customize it. You can customize the look, add new content, add features to fit your unique needs. It's just a great spot to have a landing page for you, for your business, for whatever it is you're trying to market or showcase. Squarespace is the best platform to use, in my opinion. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay. Well, speaking of that, uh, I have one called Nurse Ghost Story. So I guess we're on an in- unintentional medical theme, unless it okay. was intentional. In I which don't case, know. We'll it find was an out. intentional medical theme. 
This is from Bailey. Thank you, Bailey. Bailey says, hey, spooky friends. I'll keep the intro short, mostly because I'm a terrible writer, but thank you for being so fun to listen to and for being your awesome and authentic selves. I go by she, her pronouns. Oh, I have thank two you for normalizing ghost- pronouns. <laughs> I have two ghost stories for you. Thank you. I have two ghost stories for y'all, and I'm a terrible writer, so I apologize in advance. All right, so I'm a nurse, and I work on a neuro unit at a hospital. Okay, so maybe this was intentional. We'll see. Meaning I work with mainly stroke victims, brain and spinal surgeries, traumatic brain injuries, etc. I also work nights, which will literally suck the life out of you, but that is besides the point. So one night I was charting at my computer, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw someone leaning out of a room with a blue hospital gown on. And if anyone works in a hospital, you know, or has been to the hospital, me raising Mm. my hand, uh, you know exactly the shade of worn out blue I'm talking about. I look over and they're gone, so I think maybe someone needs help or something. And being the good and helpful nurse I am, I walk down a few rooms where I saw the flash of blue gown, knock quietly on the door, and peek my head in the room. The room was completely dark and vacant with no one inside. This happened two more times that night where I was sitting to chart and I saw someone lean out of that same room, but every time they were gone by the time I looked over. All right, Hmm. that was a small appetizer. So here's the big boy. Oh. (laughs) I think you're an excellent writer, Bailey. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, hang on a second. I think you're (laughs) fooling yourself. (laughs) That's beautiful. So to preface, my husband is a security guard at the hospital I work at and he has access to cameras. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, one night I had a patient who was on the unit because they kept having strokes. They wouldn't last too long, maybe 10 to 20 minutes, but they would happen at the same time each day. The day in question, the patient had not had their daily stroke. <laughs> their daily stroke. <laughs> my daily stroke. That sounds Aww. terrible. That sounds like it was a good day then, right? Yeah. Or, Side or note, this is not normal, and the doctors were trying to figure out what the fuck was going on with this weird phenomenon. So I get on shift, and I'm like, cool, maybe this is over. Awesome. I'm so happy and relieved for my patient. Right? So it seems like a positive. Yeah. Everything was going smoothly. Then I got a call that the patient needed a routine MRI done, so I took them down to the first floor to drop them off. On my way to the elevators, I saw someone walk into the farthest one to the right of me, and the doors closed. I am very antisocial and have terrible social anxiety, so I waited about 15 seconds to push the button. (laughs) Been there. So I wouldn't have to get in the same elevator as them. After I waited the appropriate amount of time, probably 15 seconds, long enough to avoid them, but not long enough for them to get off the elevator, I scanned my badge and pushed the buttons. There are six elevators that could have opened, but which opens? The fucking elevator that I just saw someone walk into a few seconds ago. As I walk up preparing my apology for making them wait, that's the worst when you let them go and then you Uh hit the button and it opens and they're still there. You're like, oh. Now I have to admit that I was avoiding you. You're like, we both know what was happening here, right? Just (laughs) And now you're like, (laughs) so awkward. So let's see. As I walk up preparing my apology for making them wait, I realize there is no one in the elevator. The doors close and I instantly have a weird vibe. Uh So I make it to my unit, get off the elevator from hell, (laughs) and continue on with my nursely duties. You know, saving lives and shit. So about 30 minutes later, I get a call from MRI saying my patient is done and to come pick them up. I was busy at the moment, so I asked my tech, certified nursing assistant for hospitals and people who are severely overworked and underpaid, to run downstairs and grab them. Maybe five minutes later, I get a panicked call from said tech saying the patient is having another episode in the elevator on the way up and to meet them in the room. So I sprint to my patient's room, and sure enough, they're having their daily stroke episode, (gasps) but it was almost all resolved by the time they were off the elevator. After Uh. I make sure the patient is okay, both physically and emotionally, I go talk with my tech tech told me everything was fine and dandy until they got on the elevator and the episode started and once they got off the elevator the symptoms started to subside 
Curious, mm. I asked which elevator they got on. <laughs> and my text said the farthest one to the right, the same elevator uh, I took up. It's like that the person in there maybe is like a harbinger for something. Something bad, yeah. Uh, da, 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 the, patient, the patient was fine the rest of the night, but the next day I gave my husband the location and time and asked him to look back at the cameras and tell me if he saw anything. Oh, my he said God. Bef- oh, I already have chills. He said, before I come into view of the camera, the elevator opens and closes it. Sorry. The elevator opens and closes on its own. Then he sees me wait a little and get on that same elevator. So nobody was on the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking <laughs> balloon tunes. Are you but kidding it, me? The other part, weird part is that it opens and closes. So like even there was nobody there, but also nobody pushed the button or anything. You know what's so much worse is like she, she... Yeah, she her had social anxiety with a ghost. <laughs> like, like that guy was on the elevator, and you were like, oh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. I and feel like, like he was not even there. That's like that book, The Gift of Fear, where he tells you by Gavin DeBeck, where he tells you like, trust your gut. And sometimes, if you're feeling like antisocial, or you don't, there is an example where he says like, if you are getting on an elevator and you feel uncomfortable, like listen to that feeling. Ooh. I'm like, maybe that, maybe it was your body being like. I'm antisocial, but like reality, your body was like, don't get on that fucking elevator. Something is wrong. Yes, something, something with that. If you had to be in an elevator. Also, what would have happened if you got on the elevator? What That's is what that I like, don't want to know. What's that 20 second experience standing Oh, I know. In you end up in ho- that fucking hallway in the basement. Oh, with right. Samantha. What was their name? I forget. Samantha. Uh, Rebecca. Rebecca. Sorry. But no, like it, it does make you think like in a world where like, you know, she got on the elevator. It's like, do you stand next to this thing for 30 whole seconds or were, was she going to watch it like vanish in front of her? Was it going to be something creepy? Was it going to be levitating? In or the would elevator? she like turn to get on the elevator and nobody was in there? You know, oh, like, okay. That would have been the best option, bleh, I think. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. There's a little bit more here. The elevator opens and closes on its own. Then he sees me wait a little and get on the same elevator. It could all very well be a coincidence, but working in the medical field for a few years now, I know that it's rarely ever just a coincidence. Sorry for the long story, but thank you for all you do. Please, please remember to get vaccinated. Wear a mask. Wash your damn hands. People are dying alone and families are losing loved ones without saying goodbye. We need to work together to end this. Thank you, Bailey. Amen. Amen and hallelujah. So, uh, wow. Yikes. Chills. Gross. No, thank you. That is, I'm glad that uh, Bailey, like, avoided the situation, but I am there. I will always be curious, like, what would that ride have been looked like? So, anyway, I'm glad you're I safe. That's I, are the there the cameras on the elevator? That would have been interesting. That would have been so interesting. Oh, hmm. I, I, hmm. It's probably hmm. been too long to check, but. <laughs> I, uh, oh my God, I just said something with my headphones. Hon, can you talk? Uh, yes, I can talk all day, actually. I can <laughs> talk for the rest of my life, if you want Damn, me to. I've- I fucked something up on my headphones, and now Uh-oh. I can hear you on... Oh, there you are. hey yo, It's me. Hey-o. Did you miss me? Um, oh, I Gia just, like, it. burst out of the closet, like, why are you screaming? Hello. He was like, um, and it's me. It's me, too. <laughs> it's me. Uh, I was going to say one more thing, which was, um, that makes me think, because uh, it's cool that it's cool that Bailey had a connection to somebody who could, like, double check, but it makes you think of yeah. all the times where you, like, see something weird, and you can't double check it. And you just write it off as like, oh, it must have just been my imagination. But like, mm. there's so many times where you probably could have had somebody, if you had footage or you had, you know, something to prove your weird feeling. It, it, yeah, there's a, a lot of things I would like to look back on. I It's one of those things where I imagine if you like end up at like the pearly gates and get to ask a oh, question yes. or something. 
I there's I have no idea what my one question would be, but one of them I would consider for sure is like how many times was I next to a ghost and just had no fucking clue and had like, no idea, or had a weird feeling for a demon but couldn't when was I near a demon it. yeah um, how creepy and then I mean I already forgot about the whole beginning of like there was that room that kept having somebody lean out of it and nobody was in there like see ya that was its own thing wow that was only the appetizer <laughs> appetizer <laughs> that was the amuse bouche the amuse bouche. <laughs> Do you pride yourself on finding the best deals and savings? Yes, it's me. I'm raising my hand. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Shop brands like Macy's, Adidas, YSL Beauty, Samsung Petco, just to name a few. Plus, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Cashback rates change daily. Here's how it works. Stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and then Rakuten shares a commission with its members via check or PayPal quarterly. And you better believe how exciting it is when your PayPal alerts you that you've gotten money. It's no wonder Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. All right. Our next one is from Alex, uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the subject line is kids are scary. So. That is that is very on brand for this month. Yes, for this year. And uh, it's lengthy. So uh, I am afraid to read this much about a child, um, let alone your uh, terrible experience of a child. I'm going to sit here and absorb it, I guess. Uh, OK, so Alex says, hello, Christine, M, Eva and crew. My name Hi. is Alex. She, her pronouns. And I'm a mom of two. Uh, I'm wine loving and soon to be forensic psychologist. Let's be friends. I- Look forward to your podcast every week. Look, Look I'm at, uh, holding you... my Krampus and Mothman stuffies. While also holding a little baby as well. And a baby. So you've got the, the trifecta from hell over there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the three demons and me. Um... <laughs> me and my Louie. Me and my three demons. <laughs> this is my, I think somebody mailed me this. This is from Cryptid, Cryptid, oh shoot, Cryptid something on Etsy. Cryptid Cryptids. Cryptid Comforts? Oh. Cryptid, well, Cryptid Comfort Shop is the one that I got you. This one? Yeah. Okay. This is something different, I think. I'll look it up later. They're really, by the way, like you holding those three little demons <laughs> in your arms. It makes me think like someone should redo Full House, but it's all based in hell. <laughs> it's animated and it's just me and Krampus and oh my God, it's I like love it. It's like two and a half men, but two and a half demons, you know? <laughs> two uh, and a half demons. It actually works so well. <laughs> it works a little too well right now. Like really weird. Uh, okay, uh, friends, I look forward to your podcast every week. I have considered writing this story into you several times, but always hesitate because of how long it is. But now that Christine is expecting a little baby of her oh, own, boy. I feel like it is the perfect time to share, as this has to do with my firstborn daughter. And knowing your all's link to the paranormal, I have a sneaking suspicion that Christine's new baby will say or do some goose cam worthy things. Uh, 
yeah, you're I can't wait right. to call you every time that happens. Em. It's why I'm already so fortunate you're on the other side of the country. And like, <laughs> I did you a favor. Okay, <laughs> you did. I was like, I really wish I knew your kid. But also, no, I don't like that. Also, you're gonna not regret. Yeah, being removed. You're right. One day I'm gonna babysit the kid. And they're going to just, like, whisper the creepiest shit <laughs> in the corner of the room. And they're not even going to look at me, which is the worst part. They're going to be, like, point, like looking at the looking corner of the room. over your shoulder. I'm going to be like, Christine, you didn't tell me your kid knows Latin. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> oh, they don't. That's weird. <laughs> They'll be just, like, levitating horizontally. <laughs> okay. Let's start with a little background to my family history. I grew up close with my mom's side of the family and was lucky enough to have my great-grandmother in my life until I was 18. All of my life, we would go and visit her, and she was she had quite the fantastical stories to share with me. It was rumored that her mother, or my great-great-grandmother, was considered a witch in her small town growing up. <gasps> wow, this is your ancestors one day talking I'm about so you. I'm so happy about this already. I feel so connected to the story. My great-grandmother seemed to inherit some abilities as well, and she <gasps> lived in an apartment on the 11th floor and swore that she saw her oldest son come to visit her one afternoon years <sighs> ago. He told her goodbye and then walked out of the window again from 11 stories up in the air. Oh, dear. Later that day, she received a phone call letting her know that her son had passed away. Whoa. Oh, shit. Uh, She also had a dream of her sister laying in a casket and woke up the next day to find out her sister had passed (gasps) away. First of all, talk about the amount of trauma this poor person is going through. That's dark. And if you ever have a dream accidentally about something like that, you must wake up in panic. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. There were many other stories, but those two always stuck with me the most. My grandmother always uh, also would tell me stories of seeing shadow people at the foot of her bed all the time as a little girl. Mm. And then there was my mother who would claim to see reflections of people who were not actually there in the mirrors on several occasions. As for myself, I would get gut feelings about things, but nothing as extreme as the rest of the women in my family tree until I became pregnant with my first daughter. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fast forward to 2013. It was about three. I was about three months pregnant and my husband and I had moved into our new home here in Kentucky. What is going wait on? Wait a Hang second. On. Are we friends? Wait. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> it was it was a wait, tell me if you recognize this place. It was a split level house and on the <laughs> upper level was a baby's nursery. Have you been in this house, Christy? Oh, I look around me. Wait a second. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was midday and the sun was shining bright as I was upstairs painting the new nursery which was a cute mint green and white stripe accent wall i appreciate the gender I, neutrality and we also needed to know the colors i needed i certainly needed to know what you painted love it, so thank you. a good green love a good green love green all of a sudden the doorbell started to ring over and over and over again <gasps> i sent my brush down and went uh to answer the door wondering why someone would be ringing the doorbell so aggressively i pulled the door open and mid ring it stopped no Ooh. no no one was at the door no I played it off as maybe a wiring issue with the doorbell, but I had the gut feeling that something was very wrong and that someone was watching me as I had opened the door. Shivers. Also, like, you're painting the nursery. What an innocent thing to be Uh, doing while somebody just decides to harass you at that very moment. The purest thing you can be doing. Yes, exactly. After this, all was quiet and seemingly normal. My baby Stella was born in December of that year. She was a happy, smart, loving baby, and we enjoyed our new family and home so much. Fast forward again to when she was around a year and a half old. She was an early talker and could communicate very well. She nightly would walk to the front of the house and look out the window and point and say, ghosty man outside. Oh, forget about it. Forget about it. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. That's okay. If I'm ever watching your kid and they say, ghosty man outside, I'm calling WAG and they're coming to take care of the baby and I'm going to go. (laughs) 
I'm gonna go somewhere else. I'm gonna be like, wait here until the mom gets home. Here's They're good. Their, here's their harness. Take them. <laughs> Uh, now, I love a good horror movie. Occasionally would indulgence of Ghost Adventures episodes, but I was shocked still that she knew the word ghosty, as I normally would wait to watch those types of things until after she was in bed. Also, like, they don't usually say ghosty on the show, so I feel Can you like- imagine if Bagel Bites was like, oh, a ghosty? Honestly, I can't. And hey, ghosty, I simply can't do this right now. <laughs> ghosty. <laughs> hey, ghosty pop. <laughs> Stop. Em, you are on fire today. I'm not kidding. <sighs> Uh, we kept assuring her nothing was out there, but she would get more adamant and more descriptive as time went on. She started patting my head and saying, ghosty man hat. I can't. As Stop. If, <laughs> as if someone was out there wearing a hat. Stop. She would she would say, ghosty man, eat apples. We had an apple tree <laughs> in our front yard. <gasps> oh, no. Also, now I know that there are ghosts that are like totally ripping off your own garden. Yeah, wait like, a second. That's like on. not their property. If I plant some tomatoes, are they like just chomping away over there? That's and they're like letting me all, blame the deer or honestly, something? Honestly, all dead f- plants that I can't keep alive are now, it's now the problem of the ghosts, not me. <laughs> it was actually the ghosty just injecting poison into the plant. That's why it died Sorry. so quickly. It like bit all the leaves off or something. <laughs> At this point, she was close to two and could walk very well. I had gone out front to check the mailbox and she came behind me. As I was about halfway down the driveway, she started screaming, run, mommy, run, ghosty man, get you. No, (laughs) this child is either a maniacal genius or like the creepiest baby alive. Like I, (sighs) I, so more than anything. This is literally, this is the number one reason for birth control. If you <laughs> have, is- <laughs> if someone out there is like, oh, I need to take my, my pill, but I'm like, I'll wait five minutes. I'm sorry. Someone's child just screamed, run, mommy, run, ghosty man, get you. Pause so like, episode. go take your fucking pill. <laughs> Pause the episode. <laughs> uh, I turned around to her, sure, her, I was fine. And then watched as she got what I can only describe as shoved down. No. So something fucking yeeted this kid what? after, like, she called him out. And she's been so nice to him, just calling him ghosty guy. I don't know. She has been, like, That's really true. dishing she's his laundry. Like, really, yeah, really right. letting us know, like, he's eating our apples, he's wearing a hat, you're, let's, I mean, it's, I'm keeping it's an eye news. on this guy. I saw her little back arch forward as if something <gasps> had pushed her right at the center of her back. I ran and picked her up and said, fuck the mail, and rushed back inside, locking the door, and then came the awful day I was changing her in her room and she started thrashing around, <gasps> screaming and crying. And she said, clear as day. Oh, my God. What? What? Ghosty man inside me. <gasps> and pointed to her chest. M. What the fuck, M? Hey, someone wanted to win best creepiest listener story ever and they're what winning. What the fuck? Again, that gut feeling came rushing that this was more than I understood and could help her with. And at this point, everything had been outside and I started to piece things together that maybe the doorbell incident when I was pregnant had. Oh, I can't even. I'm like, have such chills. I'm so freaked out. Maybe the doorbell incident when I was pregnant and had just moved in was the ghosty man 
basically trying to get inside See, the house. Don't open your damn doors, I'm telling you folks. Don't open and it. And since I guess since she had opened the door and like welcomed it in in theory by opening the door. While she was painting the nursery too, like I mean, like, also like don't spirits like when you're pregnant, like don't spirits like flock to that new energy? I think so, or I think at least they there's a theory that you're more in tune or more vulnerable, yeah, like more open to I don't know. I, f- I feel like this one is the, like, if you're pregnant, like, they can sense new energy, and all of a sudden this thing would, like, f- like sense that there was a new baby on the property and, like, r- came flying into the house being yeah. like, I'm going to attach to that. And then ever since the kid was born, th- there was some sort of weird it's, attachment they had. It's like that story we read <sighs> last month, or maybe the month before, where the writer said that their when their mom gave birth, that was the last time they saw that, like, Thing standing by the bed and then it like got passed to the child Ugh, the fact that like... it happened so rapidly like a full transaction had happened <laughs> Yikes. So gross so anyway it was the man trying to get inside oh, i was God. inside now and it was inside now and letting itself known uh, let it be known to all of us at this point nothing was quiet again literally Chairs were scooting across no. the floor. Cabinets were opening and closing. Toys in the playroom going off. What sounded like a whip cracking at the foot of my bed in the middle oh. of the night. Experiencing night terrors. Hearing a man's voice occasionally in the kitchen. And there was that one night where my husband came home early from work and I was in the kitchen with my back to the stairs. And my husband said, who do you have here? And I just saw a man run up the stairs. <gasps> oh, like who do you have here? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Oh Gross. He really thought I was... He really thought I was hiding a secret lover or something. He checked the whole house and no one was there. Friends would a come over. A secret lover who has a whip. Well, I almost <laughs> wish that was happening. That'd oh be my better, God. probably. It would at least be more manageable. Yeah. Uh, friends would come over and witness and experience the same thing I was. <gasps> I was really terrified for my daughter, but felt powerless. And despite my husband experiencing these things as well, he denied the possibility of something paranormal. I felt alone and scared to bits for my kid. Yeah. When she was around three and a half, I was pregnant again. Oh, my God. Did you not learn from the last time? Oh, my <laughs> M she, told you. It's <laughs> like, come on. Like, what? Now this is going to happen twice. Okay. <laughs> when she was around three and a half, I was pregnant again with our second daughter, and we decided to move to a different town, and I was looking so forward to escaping the current house. Mm-hmm. Thinking that a new house would rid us of this bad energy or ghosty man, I was wrong. No. We moved into our new home, and almost immediately, I started catching Stella in corners of the house. Here it is. Having full conversations with nothing. No. It wasn't normal play-type conversations either, like when kids play with dolls and voice both roles of the conversation. It was her pausing, then responding, then pausing, then responding. I kept asking her about it, and she would say that she was, quote, talking to her dead brother, Daniel. Stop it. And by the way, she had no dead brother named Daniel. I am. Or there was one time when she had. By the way, like that's apparently very common for kids to like be, like something if it's attached to a kid, we'll say like, oh, I'm a relative, and that way it's safe. Ah, like don't worry, we know each other, or like I know you. Yeah, we're not strangers. You can feel safe with me. Oh my gosh, horrible. And there was one time she had set a chair facing a dark corner. And when I questioned her, she said she was playing hide and seek with them and that they <laughs> like the dark. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> I'm literally living in a horror movie. Yes. This kept going and going. And she started to get irritable when I would ask her about it. And the, her conversation seemed to get more and more hostile. <sighs> I would hear her scream to them, 
no, I said I don't want to do that or things along those lines. See, this is, that's scary. It starts off quote unquote innocent and then it like gets hostile. I would imagine the only thing a kid doesn't want to do is like maybe this thing was saying like hurt mommy, you know? Or like, like break things. I've heard of like some being like break things so they get in trouble or like, uh, yeah, hurt somebody or break something or jump Oof. off a roof. There was one on one episode of this, one of those cheesy paranormal shows where the kid was like, I'm jumping off the roof. The ghost told me to. And I was like, oh, no. That happened, I think, in Amityville, too. <sighs> oh, yeah. It might have been that. Now my second child was born and I was in the family room one night breastfeeding her at like 1 a.m., all of a sudden, the entire house shook, and I heard a thud from Stella's room, and I ran back to see what the hell was happening. She was on the floor bawling and said that they had pushed her out of bed. Oh, no. <sighs> At this point, I snapped. I have two babies to protect and felt like I was failing. If these things can physically hurt them, I had to intervene. I got online and started researching every ghost paranormal group close to me, and I reached out to several and got a response back from one. I believe it was the Paranormal Investigators of Central Kentucky. Okay, so there was, you know, there you have it. If you're in Kentucky, there's uh there's one near me called I forget. It's like the Ohio Valley Paranormal that's up in northern Kentucky. So there's Central, Northern. I don't. I can't help you if you're in Southern, but well, we got Central <laughs> and Northern covered. Well, P I C K pick. Apparently, they Love at least it. respond to your emails. So. Okay, good. I received a phone call from their medium, and her name was Crystal. We spoke for a bit on the phone. She said something that shook me to my core. <gasps> She said, your daughter is a very strong empath and she has been protecting your family this entire time. <gasps> this all stems baby. from your grandmother's side. <gasps> uh, oh my God. It's so creepy how long this like goes through generations and things like that. She had asked to come to my house to cleanse it in the name of God, even if I was not a believer. Yo, that's bad. Like, that's how you know. When it's like, you don't even have to believe. It doesn't matter. Let me, yeah. let me come here and do this. God is, like, God wants to fix this. He doesn't even care that you don't believe in him. He's like, <laughs> He's like step aside. I know that's supposed to be like a sin and everything, but like, you need all the help you can get. <laughs> Uh, and asked to be able to speak to my daughter, and I agreed. Anything to help. Well, my husband found out and called me crazy. Okay, I don't know where you are in this relationship today, but in this moment, please tell me this man is not your husband anymore. I hope. Whoa. <laughs> like, in this, in this fucking moment, he's calling you crazy and your kid's getting pushed around and shit. I hope he's had, like, a... a a change in his opinion yeah i hope at least something that, yeah yeah that he came to understand this is more than in this moment i would have been like it's my kids or it's you pick like yeah it's my kids so uh let's see where were we he was calling you crazy you no, were no, no, telling no, no, no. them to get a divorce got he it. was gaslight yeah well like, someone's gaslighting you and your kids getting hurt so i have <laughs> i let me take this moment to apologize to absolutely fucking no one on that one um she uh my husband was calling me crazy for agreeing to let a stranger come to the home. I had to call Crystal back and cancel our meeting. Uh, she laughed when I called and said, no worries. Those malicious spirits already know that you have reached out and almost <gasps> had them banished. And they will be quiet for a while, so you will let them stay. Just know that while it may be quiet, it will come back worse. Okay, I hate that they're so aware that they can <sighs> strategize how to stay in the home and how to keep you on your toes that's so bad 
So oh bad. my god. I, that's I yeah, the fact that they're like, okay, well maybe she'll ignore it and I mean it's literally a toxic relationship of like, oh maybe I'll be good for now until you yes, forgive me and I'm then like I'll come back and be even bit. worse. Yeah. Uh okay, and also side note, now that I know that the husband was calling you crazy for bringing a stranger yeah, in, that changes things a little bit. You kind of stopped in the mid sentence, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was like, I would hmm, I, I guess would be, I forgive him all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> I would really, be very skeptical if Blaze was like, "Hey, I'm bringing some lady named Crystal over to uh yeah, I'd be like, "What are you doing?" I I get it. I get being like, "Don't bring strangers over to the house." Because I'm I get I'm that. At this is a PSA though. If you are with anybody who calls you crazy and means it, do not just just walk away. Just walk away because someone yes. out there is gonna think. Unless you are uh, like Christine and like just bananas crazy, you know. Then it's then that's unless one it's thing. in a in a in a a loving creative way, way. yeah <laughs> creative <laughs> if you're creatively crazy then that's fine or unless you're really doing something harmful or hurtful and you maybe deserve to be called out but that's a different oh my story. gosh this psa has gone everywhere yeah, oh it's um, all over this the is place. a dumb psa why are we get we shouldn't be giving relationship psa we're in no position here uh i also can't find where i was uh just something about malicious demons <sighs> Oh, yes, 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 yes. So they're just going to be extra terrible after a while. Yep. They will be quiet for a while, so you'll let them stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure enough, though, after that call, things did quiet down. A few months later, I was home one night alone, and I was sitting on my back porch and heard Stella scream, Mommy. Great. <gasps> I went to run inside, but realized she didn't, she wasn't even home. <gasps> okay. So oh, like, no. So now this thing is mimicking your kid's and terrifying you that way great <gasps> oh no i went to run inside but realized she wasn't even home whatever's in our house was mimicking her a month or so after that my husband was home by himself and he invited our neighbor over to watch football our neighbor heard stella scream for her from her bedroom daddy but stella wasn't home then either and my husband didn't hear it only our neighbor but see okay i was gonna say not to like defend this guy or whatever but just to say like we don't know because a lot of times when i uh see these stories happen it's almost like the the spirits or the entities like know how to split people apart and like damage okay. relationships That's and true. so a lot of times you'll see them be like i heard nothing i saw nothing like the one person will be like i thought they were losing their minds or we had a gas leak because like i saw nothing or heard nothing so like sometimes i feel like they they gaslight you into like feeling like you're the only person who sees or hears okay. it. But I don't know that that's you're the case. You're right. I'm if just that's saying. the case, let I stand correct. I'm just saying I, I watch corrected. too much TV is all I'm saying. But anyway. It's all terrible. And I, I, I uh, oof, it's just really very bad. Okay. So, <laughs> um, okay. And it says it spooked him to bit. So I am appreciating that like he's kind of like, like uh, on the side of this yeah. is creepy as well, shit and now. And he didn't hear it, which is so creepy. Like the neighbor heard it, which is like, again, they're avoiding the husband at all costs. Okay. I'm siding more. As the story goes on, I'm siding more and more with the husband. I Maybe. went from zero to <laughs> I'm at a 30, 30 now. <laughs> Maybe they know that the husband is the one who stopped the medium from coming. And like they they want oh. him to continue to like believe this is all phony or whatever. Anyway. I feel like this is that game where it's like, you know, you have like serial killer tendencies. If you can answer that question about the funeral. Have you ever seen that? I don't think so. Where it's like the question is, if you meet a cute guy or a cute girl at a, at your mom's funeral, but then you don't get a chance to ask for their number, what do you do to to see them again? And like a lot of people will say like, oh, you kill your dad or you kill so you kill someone else next to you, so that, but you'll you'll see them at another funeral. But it's supposed to be like some whatever the answer is, like 
if you answer it that way, then it, it suggests you have like homicidal tendencies. All right, or, everybody, like, if you or, just answered that, you better call your therapist. <laughs> or like manipulative tendencies, I guess is probably a better word. But my dumbass was like journal about it and feel sad. So okay, I guess I'm not a serial killer. I don't think so because you are like reading the tendencies oh. of these <laughs> these demons here. We are like, oh well, they're just like trying to like really cater to the husband right now because he's gonna keep the medium away. And I'm like, okay. I'm pretty sure you're half a demon. Maybe a- I just have uh, okay tendencies. Okay, you know what? Okay, I'm holding two demons right now as a comfort, so you're okay, probably onto something. Uh, and once he told, once the, my husband told me about it, I was extra freaked out because it was almost identical to my experience. Aside from that, there has been nothing. I'm waiting for the moment they decide to rear their ugly face again and to mess with my babies. I also worry for my oldest and the responsibility she must be feeling to keep these spirits at bay and to protect (gasps) us. That's so sad too, that it, that she has to be the empath who like save, like protects the family. She's seven now, and if you ask her about it, she gets a strange, glossed-over look in her eye and will act like she has no idea what you're talking about. Damn, I mean, can you imagine the trauma for a seven-year-old? No. If I ever had any doubts in the existence of the paranormal before, those are long gone. There is much more out there than we know and can control. Sorry this was so long, but this is our story and something we cannot share openly with a lot of people without judgment. Christine, best of luck with your little one. Yeah, wait a second. Just <laughs> what a baby clo- shower gift. Thank you. <laughs> Just pay close attention if they start talking to a cursed church stairs or a state sale couch. <laughs> Kids are scary sometimes, especially when they see and talk to ghosty people. Love you all so much and wishing you all the best. Okay, first of all, Alex, I really thought this was going to end with, like, the medium coming. Yes, me too. And, like, I thought there was a happy ending here. We I didn't know you are still living in this. And now I'm afraid we're setting it off again by reading the story. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's so awful. I thought that this was going to be like, anyways, the medium came and fixed it all. I thought Crystal saved the day. Where's Crystal? Where's what Chris- happened? Call we Crystal never right heard. now. Call Crystal right now. Oh, I had to call Crystal back and cancel our meeting because the husband said no. Okay, tell your husband like this is maybe Crystal is onto something. Just give it a shot from outside the house, maybe. And well, because Crystal said that, that it would calm down for a bit and then ramp up. So this is probably still that calm down period. Which so means I feel it's going like, to get so much worse. Uh, oh, I just got God. shivers. Shit, that's so terrible. The fact that that's happening to someone in real time. Okay. We probably just made it worse. <laughs> I think we made it worse. Also, I like wildly criticized your husband the whole time. Um, yeah, kind of, but you know, whatever. I thought he wasn't on your side. I tried Alex. to be That's diplomatic here. I tried to be diplomatic. I ran with my emotions. I ran with my emotions. That was that was. I know I'm the, the like there. Uh, impatient, spontaneous one, but I'm also very. I was just ready to fight for Alex. I was like, your husband's calling you crazy. What's going on? Well, no, yeah, that that part's not great, but I mean, uh, Alex, I'm so sorry. And if there's an update. Can you call Zach Bagans? Like, can he do honestly, something? Honestly, I don't that know. That might be the uh, honestly. This sounds like one of those episodes on um, ID or whatever, like where they go to families' houses. Like, this sounds exactly like an episode. Also, but like, I wonder is he? Would he make it worse because he would? I, but he could offer maybe. Maybe he knows people who can help. Yeah, maybe. I, I would just know. call Crystal first. <laughs> I feel like I'd Crystal call Crystal. Knows. I'd call every church. I would call the Vatican. I would. I'm so when sorry. Crystal this made the awful. comment about your daughter being an empath. I feel like, I feel like she's onto something. I feel like that's a good place to start, and then she'll know what to do if it doesn't get better. 
Oof. Call Alex. Pick. Was it Pick or Pack? Call Pick. Uh, okay. They are the paranormal investigators of Central Kentucky. Yeah, whatever happened to them? Oh, they just had you Also, I know I the... said we wanted to be friends, but can we hang out at my house? Because I feel like, <laughs> even though I have haunted stairs, like, your house sounds way scarier. <laughs> Grab coffee sometime. Maybe wow. on a third party, yeah, location. Oh, <laughs> uh, the worst, uh, that ghosty man inside me. Are you very, kidding me? Very, very So, like, no matter stuff. where you go, the, the spirit is with you and then they moved and it came the fact that it came to the new house something needs to be done i have such crazy chills i'm so uh, so terrible i'm wow freaked out thoroughly i agree i don't even want to say thank you crystal like i mean thank you okay yeah i just i mean i'm glad you wrote all that out too because like what if like maybe if you need somebody to help you on like a show or something you can send them this email and be like i wrote it out already here if somebody does know how to help alex uh i don't know reach out on one of our that's why we drink forums or something but all the forums we have well like like some sort of social media or i don't know no why don't you just use the form on our website and write like subject like helping Uh uh-huh yeah yeah yeah. if someone can help i think alex is the person out of all the stories we've ever read i think alex needs the most help especially because it's like so ongoing yeah maybe you write like and children advice for alex or something like that yes all right well wishing you the the best luck and everybody can we all do a collective sending good energy yes uh that would be amazing i'm doing it right now yeah okay Ooh. okay well i have an email from katie uh and wow i hate the subject it's aliens drag me under the bed I already like, mentally can barely keep us together now with the last story and I'm now so there's scared. this. Oh my god. Okay. Hello Eva M. Christy. Oh, sorry. I should say this is from Katie. She here. Thank you, Katie. Hello Eva M. Christy, Geo, Juni, Mooney, Lemon and everyone else in the in That's Why We Drink family. I found you guys back in August of 2020 and I've been binging the podcast ever since. I was Aww. listening to Listener Tales Volume 30 and the story about the alien encounters uh, one of the listeners had just caused a deeply buried memory of mine to surface. See, now we're just causing problems all over the place. Em. We're like triggering rec- unrecovered memories and like it's just I bad. used to think that that power would be fun to hold. Yes, and now, why did we think that? We did. I thought it would just be a fun, quirky thing. And now I'm like, oh, my God. I Now we feel like the power has overwhelmed us. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Yeah. Okay. Um, a deeply buried memory of mine to surface. My memories are a bit fuzzy, but I'm fairly sure this happened when I was around five years old. My little sister had just been born a few months prior, and my parents had left us with the neighbors so they could go on a date night. They arrived to pick us up late enough that the sky was so dark it was black, and I distinctly remember there were no stars that night, which is probably why it was so jarring to see this fireball shooting across the sky so close that I... (laughs) Yeah. So close that I could see the yellow and orange flames on the outside of the ball. My parents were holding my sister and I on the front lawn of my neighbors as we all stood outside saying goodbye, and I remember them all commenting on it. Okay, so everybody saw it. Okay. We got back home, and my memory skips for a bit, but the next thing I remember is laying in my bed with an intense feeling of dread as I started out my open door into the hallway. After that, I must have fallen asleep. Oh, wait. As I started... Oh, sorry. Eva mentioned this earlier. I think it's meant to be stared. As I stared out my open door into the hallway... After that, I must have fallen asleep because I opened my eyes to see a small figure standing in the doorway, staring me down. Mm. It was tiny, maybe one oh. to two feet tall. Oh, I feel like we you've talked about creatures that are really short. Remember? 
Probably. That out. <laughs> it makes sense. I uh, remember we brought it up in the grasshopper. Not the grasshopper. Were they grasshoppers? Oh, the praying mantis. Praying mantis episode. We brought it up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was tiny, maybe one to two feet tall, and a muddy grayish brown color with almost leathery looking skin. It was hairless, and I remember its eyes being big black orbs that took up basically its whole head. <laughs> I'm so grossed out. This is freaky. Are you kidding me? Okay. I don't remember waking up the next morning, but after that, I developed a habit of sleepwalking. I would wake <gasps> up all the time in the kitchen, on the floor, on the living room floor, facing the TV. And one of the most common places I would wake up was in our sunroom that had a massive fish tank. I would wake mm. up standing with my face pressed against the glass. <gasps> That's what? scary. That's very scary. If we're talking like just normal sleepwalking that's already like really intense but also if it's aliens then it makes sense with some of the other stories i've done like even the praying mantis one where people like they the people who were somehow awake and could experience it they weren't even sleepwalking they were just kind of getting floated out of bed and they weren't like in control yeah they were just kind of and then they just kind of drop and wake up later in that spot (sighs) but the worst place i would wake up which also happened a lot, was under my bed. See ya. Okay. If I woke up under my bed at any point for any reason, I think I would have an absolute... I know I would have a panic attack. I would have a conniption. I would lose it. I would lose it. And not because I was under my bed, but because, like, I know I didn't get under that bed. Because, like, how and why and holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I would be pressed up all the way under against the wall. Other times I would be halfway under my bed with my lower half under and my top half sticking out, almost like something was dragging me by my feet under the bed. Oh, my God. This is so scary. (laughs) And every time I remember when I actually did see a clock, it was always 3 or 3.30 a.m., of course. We moved out of that house, and after we left, I never had another episode of sleepwalking, or at least I never woke up in any weird places. Now, look, I know I was five, so the fireball and that image of the alien in my doorway could have been my imagination. But the fact that I started sleepwalking after that seems a little fishy to me. I've always also been very open to spirits, and a lot of the women on my maternal side uh, are sensitive in varying degrees. So it wouldn't surprise me if that somehow made me more susceptible to all kinds of experiences. I do have my fair share of ghost encounters and possibly a stalker slash murderer, question mark. But that's a story for a different time. Anyway, thank you for everything you do. You've made this past year and a half of quarantine bearable, and it feels like I'm hanging out with my friends every time I listen to an episode. I swing back and forth between team wine and milkshake, but I would say my lactose intolerant ass is more team milkshake. Oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> anyway, well, so are you, right? So it fits. Yeah. It fits the bill. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, all my love to the And That's Where Drink family, and thank you, Em, for introducing me to London Fogs. You are wow. so welcome. Okay, so. You are so welcome. Fireball, and everybody saw it. That wasn't. A figment of your imagination and that night you saw or dreamed or saw an alien in your figure yeah like you woke up to like a little creature that same i don't know it it, almost like it knew that you saw it earlier or it was it felt like it could come (sighs) it was more drawn to you versus everyone else that witnessed something Ooh, and then you're just waking up under your bed but also like not to be that person but like under the bed by the wall where it's like all dusty like yeah. that makes it even worse because then you have to like <clears throat> and like pat yourself off when you get up later and like so it's yeah. like scary and a little shameful it's gross yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean as long as your bed looks like mine which is really dirty down there and dusty uh-huh. i don't yeah. know if maybe you have a roomba that cleans regularly uh 
uh, Caitlin, but or if you have depression uh, and just don't clean under your bed, correct. like me, and there's just Cheeto <laughs> dust down there, which would happen. Um, just, just you know, just a thought. Oh wow, that's awful. Just also the the waking up with your face pressed against the uh, like fish tank and stuff. Like, Can you imagine your weird. eyes would be so alarmed to see like for yeah. that to be your first sight. Terrible. How was your body even balancing that way on its own? Well, no, like standing, like looking into the fish tank. I, I guess, but I feel like my knees would give out if I were sleeping. No, no, sleepwalking. But then they wake up later. Like no, they that? wake up. They wake up while they're staring into the fish tank. Oh. You know, like when you sleepwalk and then suddenly you like. I mean, I don't really sleepwalk, but like you'll wake up mid sleepwalk and be like, "What am I doing?" Or like you're like <laughs> sleep eating or doing something. The fish tank one specifically, I thought that they were like, they had clearly walked to the fish tank and then they woke up later seeing that they had walked to the fish tank because their face was like still pressed against the. I think that's the, what I meant. Like they, the wa- they sleepwalked to the fish tank and at some point while staring at it, woke up and realized they were like just pressed against it. So creepy. Yeah. Honestly, so that's like one of those things. There's a TikToker named, I think her name is like Selena Spooky yeah. Boo or whatever. And she does those sleepwalking TikToks. And they are wild. Like, they're hilarious, but also, like, creepy. Especially so if it scary. Were, if it were a child doing all, some of this stuff, like, talking to the corner and, like, <laughs> yelling and, like, having conversation. I mean. I can't sh- imagine. Like, at what point? There had to have been a few first times before it became funny for Selena where, like, it's. She just woke up terrified every time. Yeah, like, where her partner was am- like, um, why are you screaming in the living room? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, so sleepwalking is awful, in my opinion. I It just scares me. And then also so does alien encounters. And also being dragged under a bed. It's all... All of it sounds really just bad. In combination. No thanks. Uh, this next story is from Megan. Oh, come on. Who has two redeeming qualities. One, Megan uh, says that her pronouns are she, her, hers. So she normalizes pronouns. And also she said, P.S. Sorry for all the Megans out there that ruined a good name. <laughs> uh, okay, so Megan. That's like all the Scorpios that say to you, um, but I'm a good Scorpio. And you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what's your name? And then they say, Megan. We've had <laughs> a bunch of people at uh, Meet and Grease be yep. like, hi, I'm a Megan and I'm a Scorpio. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, I love you. Let's take a photo. Em doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the subject line is hundreds of tiny black shoes. I hate that. What? Um, Goodbye. Megan says, hi, and that's why I drink crows. So I have to admit that this is not my story, but my father-in-law's and husband's story. But it's too good not to share. When my father-in-law was young, he lived on an old farmstead in Iowa, far away from any other neighbors. He and his family had all sorts of paranormal experiences in that house, but this one stands out the most to me because my husband can vouch for it, too. Mm. My father-in-law and his siblings all remember and swear to this day that occasionally a small green man wearing shiny black shoes would come out of the cornfields and taunt them in the evenings. Oh, my God. Taunt them how? Oh, he would climb into trees and throw things at them and then laugh. That's pretty taunting to me. <laughs> when the children went in to tell the adults, they the adults could not see him in the trees. Wow. So it's literally a little green goblin, basically, who's like hiding from adults and throwing things at you and laughing. Yeah. It sounds like a leprechaun with the shiny shoes. Yeah. Oh. Doesn't Christine. it? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh. Uh, years later, my father-in-law took his family, including my husband as a teenager, to see the now-abandoned farmstead to show them where he'd grown up. 
The farm said was in disarray and part of the attic and roof had collapsed. And when they peeked in the farmhouse, they discovered hundreds of tiny black <gasps> shoes. Shut You've the be kidding front me. door and You've run away. You've got to be kidding me. Forever. Oh, my uh, God. What the fuck? What on earth? Hundreds? What the Needless fuck? Needless to say, they all took off in a hurry and never went back to that place. And it has since burned down, hopefully taking the small green man with it. <gasps> First, wait, so there was only one green man and he had hundreds of tiny shoes? Or I were think... there hundreds of little green men? <laughs> Either way, it's question. so bad. I wonder if it was just like his way of, final way of taunting them. Like, I was real all along and like one <gasps> pair of shoes wasn't creepy you enough. Are... A cra- I know I was just joking about it. like don't call people crazy Christy the way that you are just able to come up with it, the exact narrative that must have happened is out of this world what is going on I don't know I just have a I just kind of get the vibe of the, the, the perpetrators of these horrible creepy acts which again maybe makes me part demon I don't know but uh. you're at least part uh, prankster part demonic prankster I'm like I, think. I know what would terrify everyone the most um, <laughs> I wonder how long those shoes had been sitting and wait for someone to that's come a back good or did they point. just conjure in that moment that's a great point like Schrodinger's little black shoes like were they there the whole time or was it were just these when ones shiny in? were they shiny or, or were they a little buffed after all these years or were they dusty know. from all that sitting and waiting um, uh. also what gets me okay so there was I mean this is another podcast, but Ooh. our favorite show, Jim Harold's Campfire, there are um there was a story of a guy who talked about seeing a leprechaun when he was a little kid and um he would always I mean this is kind of a spoiler, but it's from a really old episode, but he would always say, you know, I saw this little leprechaun as a kid and he would come to my room and then he grew older and he was like, Oh, that's ridiculous, like nobody sees a leprechaun in their room. And uh one time he was talking to his brother and he's like, Yeah, I used to imagine this like little green leprechaun and the brother <gasps> goes and the brother goes, you saw him too. <laughs> what on earth? And then Are you he was kidding? like, yeah. And then we just, he described him and he was like, he was a little man and he wore green. And so in my mind, sometimes <gasps> I think like maybe this is how children like can perceptualize it or sorry, conceptualize it as like it's some sort of entity, but like it shows itself as a demon or a small alien or oh i don't know man so gross and then yeah it makes you wonder like oh were the two of you actually like lucky enough to see a real leprechaun or was it like oh this is actually a demon who was trying the same tricks on both of you when you were alone yeah or you he just happened to be green and you were like oh leprechauns are green or who knows yeah yeah yeah. oh (sighs) gosh no good well, thanks, Megan, for that. I It would be even <laughs> creepier if the husband and father-in-law, when they were running away, all of a sudden they heard some of the shoes upstairs start tapping, like they were running after <gasps> Or they you. came out of the, sh- the trees. Like, Stop somewhere. it. He was taunting. If, oh, yeah. If something started throwing things at you for one last time on your way to the car. It hits the windshield as you're leaving. Oh, my God. I wonder what kind of laugh it was. I imagine, like, a creepy little prankster of snicker. Of course like a, it was. <laughs> like a little cackle. You know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Ugh. Yikes, Megan. Yucko. All right, this is our last story. Um, this is from Kelsey. She, her, thank you, Kelsey. And the subject is Guardian Angel Grandma Connected During Your Listener Episode. What? All right. I feel like we're a we... little too close to these stories this this month. This, okay, but the last few of these, the last at least, I don't know, half of them, we are really running the gamut between like the most terrifying thing in the world and also like a sweet reunion. The most comforting, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also a leprechaun demon. What was that sound? Did you hear that? No. Was it me? It might have been me. Something sounded like a clap or something. 
I hit my chest. That might have been my no, acid reflux. Not. No? Well, if you, if people, if you hear anything in the back, I did not make that sound. I was very confused. Well, if you're watching it. the YouTube video, maybe you, whoever's, they conceive, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe you, whoever's, they conceive, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah, no, it, it went from like, oh, here's like the scariest child possessing demon in the yeah. world. And then also my grandma is here. <laughs> it's um, like, what? They keep us on our toes, our little black shoed toes. These <sighs> listeners, they do. Um, okay. So this is the story. It's pretty short. I love listening to your podcast. I listen to it all day at work. I was listening to your listeners episode about guardian angels while absentmindedly counting change to help a coworker break a 20 for my purse. A few random coins spilled out of my wallet onto the floor. I finished getting my coworker his change and bent up to pick, I'm sorry, I bent to pick up the money. One of the coins caught my eye and I couldn't shake that something must be special about it. My dad collects coins, a hobby he picked up from his beloved grandmother. I sent him a picture of the penny and he quickly replied that the penny was incredibly rare and valuable. The only person in our family besides my dad who would have known the value of that coin was my great grandma. I take it as Mm. no coincidence that during your guardian angel episode, my great grandma, a strong protector of her family would choose to show me the little treasure that had been sitting in my purse for so long. Also, I should mention that the year of the coin is 1945, the same year my great-grandma watched her son unite in the marriage that would give her my coin-loving father. Aww. And that's the end of the story. That's, that's so sweet. beautiful. And also, I love that your guardian angel is also, like, giving you, like, prized collectibles. Some monetary like, value. Yeah. <laughs> like, can my gammy show up with, like, a Princess Diana beanie baby or something? Like, I'm confused. My to be fair, you grandma... have to already own it. Maybe she'll just, like, toss it uh-huh. out of the closet for you and be like, here, <laughs> sell this on eBay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, That's did you also cool. hear, speaking of, of eBay, uh, the Princess Diana, and then also the 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 Beauty and the Beast video? Did you know that also no. ran, went for, like, $5,000 or something? It was... What? It was the ones, remember the old, like, puffy video cases for kids? Like the VHS like the, ones? Yeah, but, like, you know how oh, there's, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. the paper one, then there's, like, the book one. That's Yes, like, yes. Apparently that, as Beauty and the Beast, sold on eBay for, like, thousands and thousands Just that? of dollars. Uh-huh. I mean, I so have that VHS. So if you got VHS. one of those in the puffy thing? Like, just a regular VHS holder? Like a plastic with the case. One? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think all my VHSs are in those. Okay, well, then you're right? sitting on quite a load of money. Congratulations. Wait, for real? <laughs> what? I'm just, I don't know what else I to thought tell those you. Were, I just I can't imagine why that would be uncommon, but yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it was a fluke and someone, like, really oversold it. Like, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, sure, I'll look into it. I mean, maybe you're my guardian angel right now, and you're just telling me what I already know here, what I didn't I know. I wish I was my own guardian angel and found a giant cash cow that I was sitting on. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm very glad that you were reconnected with your grandma But what in some a cool way, story is in that, like, it was already in your purse and your grandma was like, here, drop it on the floor and, like, pointed it out to you, you know? It was like... Yeah. She, she like, Made knew. you feel like, no, 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 this one you gotta ask about. Look at this one. Oh, how cool is that? Wow. What a round of stories we've had this week uh, or this freaking roller coaster uh again so sorry to alex uh, about everything are you okay and, yep please uh, follow up you. we're curious if like anything happens with yeah crystal or if they maybe leave you alone for good that would be great Who yeah knows? and then thank you kelsey megan katie rebecca uh, and who Bailey. else? Bra- Bailey. So thank you everyone for writing in. If you would like to send in your own stories, um, you can do that at our website. And that's why drink.com. We have a submission form for you to put in um, 
your own true crime paranormal personal stories and uh, they'll go into the running for next month's uh, listeners episode at that's the first right of every month i'm gonna real quick look online and make sure i get the name of this right um my little crypt oh my god there are so many mothman cryptids on etsy maybe i should have uh well we'll put the name of the shop in the show notes to make sure because it's cryptid something <laughs> i know mm. that um also we'll uh, shop. and just to let you know currently the beauty and the beast cassette tape and the puffy white book uh-huh. case is running for eight thousand on ebay what does it have to be new it looks like it's in pretty great condition okay i mean ours is probably like destroyed by now so it's probably not worth anything but my mom with all my luck my mom's probably like oh i threw them in the literal trash we'll see or she'll be like oh yeah i i already invested in that now i have a million dollars and oh listen i'll take that she can take me to lunch (laughs) at least uh (sighs) well thank you everyone and we will uh tell you some more spooky tales uh on august 1st when we'll be officially that's terrifying by the way eight out of 12 months uh through or almost through 2021 oh wait can i also sorry can i request i know we haven't done this in a while can i request a theme yeah. So one day I do want to do like creepy little kid stories, but what about for now if we do like creepy like I don't know if this is too selfish of me, but like creepy like pregnancy experiences or dreams or things that <laughs> You are your own worst nightmare. <laughs> I know, really I know. But like my mother-in-law talked about like how she saw her daughter in a dream before she was born. Uh, that happened to Deirdre's mom too. Yes, exactly. I don't know. I love stories like that. Obviously, we don't have to make the whole theme that, but like, if anybody has one of those, I would love to hear it because nothing yeah. like that has really happened to me. So, you know, I'd like to hear other people's. Should that be were... one that should that be one that we hold off on and do for your due date month? Well, I was thinking maybe later on we can do one of like creepy little kid, like creepy babies or creepy little kids. <laughs> the before and after of <laughs> yeah. pregnancy, because I feel like creepy kid stories of like. My friend, the ghosty man, are also just their own wild adventures, but I don't know. It'll give us a few months for Alex to reach out again and let us know what's going on. Yes, right. Alex, document what's happening and let us know. Uh, Well, uh, yeah, no, let's definitely do that then. We'll do creepy pregnancies or creepy uh, (laughs) parent-child relationships, I suppose. And then uh, come October, November, we'll do creepy baby stories. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so excited. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening and... That's why we drink. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.